Hello once again, everyone. Today is Yod 11-1-23 Yod, also known as September the 16th, 2020, the 24th day of hearing from heaven. Well, I want to cover some scripture, and I want to cover it from the New King, I'm sorry, the King James Version of, of the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 13 uh, is, you know, we, we label, we have a tendency of labeling uh, certain verses, chapters, books, and I, I believe that uh, when this word becomes alive to us, it's very difficult to label because there's so many things going on in this particular chapter for sure. And it, of course, it's dealing with faith, uh, hope, and, and of love. And in the course of King James is charity. But we see here in verse 8 uh, something different. It says, Charity never fails. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will fail. Where there there are tongues, they shall cease. Where there there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I am known. This is such a transitional type set of uh, verses here, speaking of uh, responsibility, speaking of even, it says some things here that is really <laughs> has challenged people through the years. It says, uh, where there are prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there are tongues, they shall cease. Whether there is knowledge, it shall vanish away. I'm, I remember uh, when I went to Old Roberts University as a student. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't graduate there, but I went there for a year. My wife and I were very, very young, and um, I'll never forget Old Roberts speaking about this because he had uh, left a particular denomination that I actually grew up in, the Pentecostal Holiness uh, denomination, but he had to leave them because. They just didn't have the ability to be able to move on from what he knew he had to see and had to hear. You know, one of his themes was uh, something good is going to happen to you today. You know, believe in miracles. You know, today a miracle could happen to you today, what you call a miracle. And so uh, that was not their message. It was more gloom and doom. Uh, not that I don't appreciate a lot of those who grew up, that I grew up around there that was so solid. But the whole point is, is that uh, they fail to move on, and I I don't resent them in any way. I'm thankful for them, like I just said. But he had to move on, so he didn't have anywhere to go really. So the the Methodists invited him to join them. Well, that was just considered heresy in uh, in, in so many ways, because here this man full of the Holy Ghost uh, getting people uh, healed. That that he had they they said he had. Uh, succumb to the pressure of the people with the with the money and the Methodists, but I just begged differ. I saw something different. He he wanted to be accountable in, into something in those days. That's what the, just the way it was. But I'll never forget it. the problem he had there is a lot of the people with the Methodists were saying uh, we're using this verse to say that tongues shall cease. He said, "Well, uh, I've got a problem with that because knowledge has not vanished away." <laughs> I never forget his argument about that. He had such a way of arguing a point, uh, you know, with, he, he always would argue it with um, great character and integrity that I noticed being around him as a student there 
on campus and and how he would handle this. You know, it says, love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they shall fail. And a lot of that has to do with um, with people. See, Yeshua, it's, it's um, I don't know who the theologians that did this or who the people that did this, but they they um, got together and decided they were going to research how many prophecies he actually fulfilled. And it was 60-something, I don't remember the exact number, that he that they can claim that he fulfilled. Uh, most of them he did on purpose. He knew what that, that role was, that word, and he was called to fulfill that particular thing. Some uh, out of birth, some out of things that he couldn't necessarily put his hands to and say, I did that, now I've completed the prophecy. A lot of the prophecies are not fulfilled because man has not in, engaged to, first of all, know who they are, and then find what they're called to do, and then seize it and do it. So that's why I believe that some of the prophecies fail. When tongues cease, I believe it has, has to do with the dimensions, has to do with whatever else is going on inside of you. I do believe that there's a time to pray in, in tongues. The tongues are speaking of here on earth, just like I believe the, the offices of the apostle, prophet, and evangelist, pastor, and teacher are still intact on earth. I believe there are some heavenly dimensions where uh, the use of tongues is very different. Uh, I believe it's uh, in other dimensions, but uh, there's a lot to talk about about that down the road. <laughs> knowledge has not vanished away. Even the spirit of knowledge has engaged with us to be able to see that we're able to in- engage the fullness. That's speaking of when we even have come into the fullness of who he is. This is my view. And who he is in us and who we are in him. It says, for we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly or dimly. But then face to face. When is then? I believe as we are growing up and being in his image and likeness, as a righteousness, uh, being able to know that we are, that he wants us to stand face to face with him, not because we've earned it, but because of the power of the blood, we've applied the word in our lives, and we've grown up. It says, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I am known. In other words, in a place, in a position of maturity. And I believe that's what's a, a big deal about our throne rooms, in that we we have uh, be, began to engage not only the identity of uh, Yeshua, uh, but also Yahweh, and then we begin to call on the uh, the living letters to introduce us and be able to walk in the fullness of the different the seven spirits, uh, the Holy Ghost uh, Himself, Ruach Hakodesh, and then uh, then even our our names have been given to be able to unlock in these dimensions. Anyway, and I believe that's the groan the groaning of this planet, which are the hurricane that we just experienced in Mobile. Uh, I was out of town, still out of town, but I've been through many of them, and um, I, I, I just I said groaning earthquakes or groanings of fire upon the planet, groanings of floods, of groanings of tornadoes, groaning the moving of this planet in so many ways, groaning, awaiting for the the fulfillment of the suns. But I believe we can't do it just the same way we've always tried to do it, and we've we. Uh, we were spared in, in Mobile for the most part. I've not been back to see it, but people reporting back to me said that um, we didn't get the flood. That's so horrible. I got other damages. Uh, don't have power and in my home and different ones' homes uh, yet, which is very inconvenient. But we didn't have the destructive um, storm surge. They did move, but then the people there in, in Gulf Shores and Orange Beach, Alabama, and then Pensacola, 
uh, had, had had other situations. See, so I believe that that's that's not good either. Now I know a lot of people make money off these things, but I, I just think there's a better way to make the money, in my opinion. Uh, but so I believe that there's a way, and a lot of us would like to have seen that thing just dissipate. Wouldn't that be awesome to see these things like suddenly the fires in California just go out, and that they're smothered by the the another element you know there's a lot of things that go on in, in, the, in the planet though that's part of the cry of that earth where it's at uh, of what's been speaking what's been calling for it and for the sons to rise up to find our position in our throne rooms and and use the names that we're used to name and naming I, I believe that the creation will begin to uh, recognize that I believe that recognizes that more than maybe what we do sometimes and the, how that we need to find the position that you always called us to and engage with that, move into the fullness of that, and speak from your, your throne room against these things. I, I, did, I did some of that the other day, but it's like when I was doing it, he always says, now here's where you operate from uh, in these things, not some of the old things you've done before. Some people get so discouraged uh, to not pray. They'll pray because they, they know that they need to and, and that they, it's just the right thing to do, of course, but... Uh, as this faith arises in us, the love of Yahweh abounds to cause this, this planet to align in peace. When Yeshua said, peace, be still, uh, he, he was speaking to the earth and not rebuking it. He was just saying, peace. Uh, this is bothering these, these folks. It's hurting things. Be still. And so I believe that the authority is within us, but it's not going to just happen of the old ways we've been doing it. So I just want to challenge us to be able to put away the childish things and engage in these places that you always call us to, that these prophecies will come to pass about who we are. That's my time today. Blessings over your day. Shalom.